You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 677. Who's on first? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 677 of the continuing craziness that is the MyMac podcast with Guy and Gaz. How are you tonight, Gaz? Uh, I'm very well this evening. Thank you very kindly, Sir Guy of the US of A. Yes, I'm happy. I'm drinking wine and I'm on this show. What could be better? Uh, what? What? With all of that, what could possibly, possibly go wrong? Now. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you was going to play a clip then, but I was mistaken. Oh, which clip? (laughs) I just thought you was going to play a clip, but no, that's fine. That's fine. You have failed me for the last (laughs) time. Okay, yeah. Well, this, yeah, for the people who listened to last week's show where we (laughs) talked about this craziness that we're going to do in the center section, that is still on. That is still still on. What's crazy, folks, is we still really don't know how it's going to work. No, we we don't. We don't. So it could be like completely hysterical or a complete waste of time. And I guess we'll have to wait until we get to that section of the show before we find out. I, I think we know now it's a complete waste of time. Probably, probably. <laughs> now, what was the game that you were saying that this was? Top Trumps. Top Trumps. I could not remember that as I was putting this in. And originally, that was going to be the name of this episode, Top Trumps. The problem with that is that... <laughs> yes, it has other connotations. It certainly does. And Trump saying, you know, having Trump in anything... Anything. It doesn't matter whether it refers to a particular political leader or not. Hey, it could have got us some more listeners, you know. Yeah, but I have to question whether on either side of the political spectrum we would actually want those people to be listening to the show. <laughs> on um, either side, yeah. On either yeah, side. Uh, but the problem is anything with that name gets people too excited. So I, you know, I was like, okay, we have got to you find. Backed out, didn't you? I you did. Were, you went. I did. I did. I was afraid because I knew that if I once this show went live, I would walk out my front door, and that's what was going to happen. That's what was going to happen. But we wouldn't have mentioned his name at all, other than it happened to be the same as the Trump. title. And it would have been in the title. <laughs> and it was like, no, 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 no. no. Okay. How I'll dare let... you mention that man's name? Blah, 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 blah. It was like, oh. I'll let you, I'll let you off. I'll let Everybody you off. just relax. God. <laughs> just give it a rest. Now, yeah. now let's, okay. So let's talk about, hang on a minute. Let me get there first. Okay. okay. Let's talk about. My back. 
So I well, believe I didn't, the, look- I didn't hear the last part of that. Well, that's because we're not talking about the podcast. We're talking about my Mac. Oh, that's right. Recent you're articles. looking for a no. No, <laughs> you're hard work at times. I am. I see that you're look on the lookout for a 27 inch cinema. Oh, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Uh, I was talking last week about how I got the that 27 inch cinema display and the the Mac Mini from Warren Sklar and. Uh, I, I fired them both up last week, you know, after we got done with the show. And is that like an apprentice link? More or less. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. You're fired. Um, and when I looked not at mentioning who does that, no, no, I am not. Uh, it's Alan sugar. There's no, sorry, sir. Alan sugar, sir, sir. Alan sugar, sugar, sugar. If he was in France, no, that's Sheargar and that's a horse. Oh, Wait, are, what direction are we actually moving this conversation? In? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, 27, 27 inch, cinema, inch display. cinema display. And when <laughs> I compared the quality of that monitor, now I've got two very, very nice gateway 27 inch monitors that I have connected yep. up to this computer. Right. But when I compare it to what comes onto the screen of this 27 inch cinema display, it's, mm-hmm. It makes these two monitors look like poo. It, it absolutely really? does. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just the, the cinema display just looks gorgeous. And how old is that? That's like from 2011, 2012. Because they, they haven't produced them for a long time, have they? And it's No, still and there was them. a long time when they didn't have monitors at all. And how new are the gateways? Uh, these gateways, let's see, I got this Mac Pro two years ago. Right. So yeah, that's when that's when I got these two monitors because I I was using um, I think a twenty four and a twenty two or something like that with my. So old let me ask the question. To be fair to Gateway, were, mm-hmm. were they cheaper end monitors? Were were they you know up to what you was expecting? Well, they were, that, these were, were they like just... in the the, the mid two hundreds as far as right. price. So goes. reasonable price, reasonable yeah. price, yeah. and and I mean they're nice monitors. They really really are, and they have done the job that I have asked of them. Yes. For a long time. Yes. But it's like looking at, oh, let's say, what is a, uh, like a Ford Taurus or a Ford, what is a mid-range Ford, a good mid-range well, Ford? A, a Ford Europe. Focus in the okay. UK. I'm it's sure it's like looking that. at a really, really nice Ford Focus yeah. and comparing it to a Jaguar. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's yeah. what we're talking. They both do <laughs> the exact same thing. Okay, both of those cars will get you nicely in comfort and style from A to B. One is a Ford, the other is a Jaguar. Which would yeah. you rather have? And, and for everyone in the UK, it's a Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I said. Ja- Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> it, don't worry, everybody in the UK. Don't worry. He, he, he'll get over it. Don't worry. He'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. When do we come on to Z and Z? He'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I call them Panthers for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> so what's this you've got here? Jacksonville. That's what I can say. Yeah, exactly. Wait. No, no, no. no. That's Charlotte. The Charlotte Panthers. <laughs> is it? It's, Charlotte it's, Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, isn't it? Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the Miami yeah. Dolphins. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Separated da, da by fans. the same language. Dolphins. <laughs> there. <laughs> now, now you're just being silly. No. <laughs> so, what's this you got here? Time lapse, man. Time lapse. You know, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I want to take um, a time lapse of the view of our our garden looking over the fields. So well, actually, you court. have you never told me that part of it. You only said you wanted to do time lapse. You never okay, said well, what or why yeah, but I, or I how. I did tell you that I was looking for an outdoor camera that was going yes. to take, take a long time to do. Anyway, the, the aim of the, the, the imagery is to take um, a year, a year's worth of imagery of the fields and the garden over the back because <laughs> – since we've, I mean, we haven't been here a year yet, but we've seen so much activity and the fields changing you guys so have much. Like, you guys have like done a lot of work to that house and the well, we house have. and yard. Yeah, we have. Yes, we have yard. Yard. Um, yeah. Sorry. The <laughs> yes, garden. we have. Here, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll do this to myself. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, so I'd like to take some time lapse of the view down the valley and of our yard. <laughs> Are you going to park the car? It's, I, I've got to tell you this story. I've got to tell you this Go story. Ahead. Somebody came around and they said, you've got a lovely terrace. And we've been calling it a patio for ever since we've been here. And we, Anna and I looked at each other and went, terrace what the hell is it that's not a terrace it's just a large patio and we've we've sussed it because it's on more than one level that's why it's called a terrace so we have a terrace old man oh, absolutely I, I see. oh that's, yeah yeah oh, oh, that's that's lovely <laughs> anyway Gaz, what i want to do absolutely is, right i don't know that i am <laughs> to be honest with you um so what i actually want to do is take a time lapse of uh, the yard uh, garden uh, and the Terrace. view beyond over over the course of a year okay. and i do have a a gopro hero 2 and i wasn't really too keen on using it because it's in the case i've got to put an sd card in which means it, it that sd card will get filled you know within probably a week the problem with uh, a gopro is that you can the maximum time lapse you can take is every minute well, I, I'm quite happy to take one every 15 minutes or even 30 minutes. One every 30 minutes would be fine. Or even an hour, you know, over the course of a year. But it has to take it every minute. Well, that obviously then fills up the SD card, which yeah, causes me the problem. The f- that's 60 frames, so it's about two seconds for every hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on. All right, and then yeah. so a single yeah. day yeah. would yeah. be 48 seconds. Well, don't forget I'm not going to include the night time. Well, how are you going to? Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, I've got, to, I've got to get rid of all of that. You see, oh. I've got to stop. And that's the problem I've got. The problem I've you, got. You is would I have only... to dedicate like a computer to do this, <laughs> which is why I wanted a USB camera to be able to fit <laughs> my computer so I could get the timing right. And well, why it. didn't you say that in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, I've been practicing just to um, over the last <laughs> over the last week, taking some all day time lapses over the course of a you know a minute each uh, each frame snap, and I've got to say the day in the life of our view is quite impressive at times. I'll I'll perhaps share one with you um, um, right, later cool. on in the show, but uh, yeah, it's it's quite impressive. Um, anyway, 
<clears throat> anyway, that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'm still thinking about and trying to work out. And I've got a spare Mac that I can use, and um, I just it's it's just getting the connection from the camera outside, and it looks like I'm going to have to spend some money and get a Wi-Fi one that can obviously send a signal, and then I can control it. But then I've got to make sure it's powered up because well, the battery won't it, last. Wouldn't it be easier to just like you you mount the camera wherever it is that you want this picture to be taken? Go yep. ahead and use an SD card. Yep. Let it sit there for like two weeks, filling up day and night. Don't even bother messing nope, around. Agreed. Take it yeah, off yeah. day agreed. and night. Agreed. And yep. then at the end of that two weeks, remove the SD card at night so that you don't lose anything. Download all of the all of that video or pictures, really, and then put it back in and have it do it again. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm trying to work out whether the card is big enough. The problem, the the issue I've got is um, it, it's filling up the card quicker than I anticipated. How big for, is the card? Well, it's a, it's this one I've got is a 32 gig card. That should be big enough. It for- should it should be. Anyway, I'm experimenting, so there's gonna this is going to be um, an ongoing saga. Which I shall come back to you, but uh, um, but yeah, we've got my, we've gotten lots of comedic plan. material out of it so far. Yeah, we can get more. Don't we worry. can get more. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> should we go over? Ah, should we go over as we are the Mac podcast to the mymac.com recent articles? Yeah, I think so. You want me to take the Do first you know, one? We're so there, there are times we're so slick on this show, and times well, yeah, we're frankly, slick as something <laughs> oil slick. <laughs> Well, I was thinking of some other substance, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of the substance that would remind people of my gateway monitors, but never mind. Uh, The first one is TechFan319, Think Sierra. Find out how much fun David is having with High Sierra. Plus, the ThinkPad turns 25. Tim gets an Acer desktop for review. Looking at Star Trek Discovery and the Orville, plus a little Inhumans, and so much more. Have you seen either one of those shows, Gaz? I have seen the first episode of Discovery. Right. I think that the um, the uh, what they call them Orville? Klingons. Oh, Klingons. Okay. The Klingons um, have suddenly turned more monstrous than they ever have been before. <laughs> and actually I think, you know, come on, it, 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 it was quite good before. You don't have to change them that much, but put that to one side, quite enjoyed it. Actually, it's quite looking forward to the next episode. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, it's caught me a little bit. There was uh, the one thing that I did like was, and it, it never made sense to me when watching Star Trek before, was that you've got all these alien species who, while on their own ships and not talking to anyone from the Federation, are speaking English. Okay. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Whereas it's, here... It's, it's the universal language. Ah, I see. I see, said the blind man. Here, you know, you've got the guttural Klingon language... And it is. It can be difficult to listen to, you know, over a long period oh, of time. Oh yeah, tell me. But about they are it, yeah. giving you subtitles, <laughs> and it, yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He wants to know where the bathroom is. It is uh, actually off-putting from reading. <laughs> I yeah. did find that. I did find that. Yeah, I did find that. Um, now I've seen anyway. the other episodes. Okay. And frankly, 
I'm, There's I'm, only four that I've got available because I'm on Netflix. Yeah, so. I, I'm not that impressed. I'm oh, Star right. Trek Discovery, and, and I know that that Tim and David and and Owen um, have all talked about how much they liked it. It it strikes me more like X Files than it does Star Trek, and yeah, they they kind of went over that too. But I I'm sorry, I I just can't grasp you know, liking Star Trek Discovery all that much. I'm I'm still I mean I'm still watching it and I'm still kinda of waiting to see where it's gonna go. But I it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, man, ooh, the next episode of Star Trek Discovery is gonna be available today. It's like, oh look at that. There's another one. <sighs> you know, and then I'll pull, and then I'll watch it. Now the Orville on the other hand, I am enjoying the crap out of. I am loving the Orville. Good. And okay. it's it's the problem with the Orville mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody in the UK is nodding their head at the moment. Not to do a tip. Ah, I, saying, um, oh, I almost did it too. To no, or not to do a tip. Because there was a, a, a comedian um, who, who did a ventriloquist act and he had a duck called Orville. And oh. I can't get, I can't, and I can't get that out of my. And if you do uh, a search for Orville uh, the duck, <laughs> once you finish watching this, or listening to it, or recording this, even one of those, then you'll understand why I, I'm going to struggle. Okay, well, it's it. The Orville feels like Star Trek, right? Um, where, some, where can you see that? Is that on Netflix as well? I it's it right now. I think it's only on Fox and Fox now oh, here, here right, in the then. states. That's all right then. That's all right then because I can't see it. So it has been so far. It has been great. I have loved it. And some of the th- they they have taken basically Star Trek: The Next Generation and yep. turned it on its head. With you know, okay. I mean, the it, it's not if when you look at the the uh, the clips that they showed before the show actually came on. It was. It seemed like it was going to be like Galaxy Quest or Family Guy in Space or you know something like that because it's Seth MacFarlane and all that. And it's not. It there. It's a lot deeper than that as far as as far as the episodes go. It's just sometimes they'll just throw in this nonsensical stuff and you're like, what? Wait, hold on. What? What did you just do? Did you just walk through a pile of Jello and then apologize to it? You know. Or, and and can I just yeah. to move you on? Have you seen the Inhumans as well? No, I have not. Okay. So, going quite long on that first article. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. I'm I'm going to go Klingon on this one. Okay. <clears throat> Able to extract Professional 11. This is a review by, listen for it, Soren Kla. Oh, very good. Kapla. <laughs> Able to extract Professional <laughs> 11 is a PDF converter that can convert PDF documents to various formats. You can convert a PDF to Excel, SS, SSV, CSV, Word, PowerPoint, HTML, AutoCAD, or an image file. You can convert part of the PDF file or the whole document. Go over and read more from Warren's review of Able to Extract Professional 11. I have to. I'm a little disappointed. I thought you were going to do that entire thing. <laughs> I'll do. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll no, do, please I'll, don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I was kidding. I was <laughs> definitely kidding. 
Uh, Essential Apple Podcast number 59, Mike Bombich of Carbon Copy Cloner in conversation. Mark is back from Munich, and he is joined by Mike Bombich of Carbon Copy Cloner fame to talk about his career, his software, Apple, and some other bits and pieces. Go on over, download, and listen. We've had Mike on, haven't we? Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we've had Mike on yeah. some time ago, though. Yeah. Um, okay, geekiest show ever, 273, Googleized. Wait, I, this... I need to interrupt for just a second. Sorry. If you actually go to the website. Why don't you interrupt me? I am. If you, if you go to the what, website. Now? Yeah. Okay. There are two instances of this in the, uh, on the main page. I don't know why. It's Sorry, there twice. This this geekiest show ever, 273. Well, they're self-advertising. This Ah. week, they turn their focus to Google's recent announcements on what they think about them. Mike and Kevin help Melissa understand what was announced and where there are similarities to Apple's product line. They also have a discussion about Amazon's recent announcements to the Alexa line and what portion of the market they're going for. Lastly, they discuss their privacy concerns regarding devices that are always listening to, well, basically everyone. Everyone. Next up is the ATH... DSR9BT, <laughs> no, and no, I'm, I'm I, going to refer I, this no. as to the F-DSR9BT. Can we see? That sounds like Klingon. Yeah, see, that's Klingon. That right there. That's Klingon. The F-DSR9BT. Wireless over-ear headphones. That was actually a bit German then. Yeah, maybe. We'll move on. This is a review by... Non GMO. This is non GMO. I did. What's the message? I almost did. The night Beach are the best ultra premium headphones you have not yet heard. If you can afford the night Beach, get them today. No, you're adding that in now. No. You know. No, no, I'm not. If they are beyond your immediate financial reach, start saving. Pro and recreational listeners will enjoy these ear headphones over, via both oh, over ear. Oh, sorry, over ear headphones via both Bluetooth wireless and USB cable computer connections. Go on over and read this review of the by John Nemo. Book, book, caddy sack. This is a review by Wob Bud. Have you ever arrived? Wob Bud. Messages. We don't need no stinking messages. Thank you, Bob. Have you ever arrived at a presentation, business meeting, worksite, or hotel room only to realize, spelled with a Z, that the vital power supply network or video adapter did not arrive with you? (gasps) Question mark. The mission of the Caddy Sack <laughs> by 12 Self is to eliminate those problems and related stress. Go over and find out exactly what Bob thinks about 12 Self's Caddy Sack. Book, book. Book, book. Book, book. book. <laughs> Club Nintendo, <laughs> level 172. Aaron, John, and Tim. 
Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. You are uh, you are on your game, Mister. Discuss the latest Nintendo news, including the SNES Classic, the upcoming release of Mario Odyssey, and deep dive into Golf Story and Stardew Valley. And I have no idea about anything that I just said there. Go download and listen because they want you to. <laughs> well, so do we. We do too. Tech fan 320, <laughs> lawn chair pilot. What are you laughing at? Because I've listened to this, and it wasn't until I listened to this that I remembered what lawn chair pilot meant. Okay, okay. <laughs> Owen joins Tim this week to discuss the California wildfires, ice storms, Acer desktop, mini arcade games, a car sale story from Owen, Max Stock Expo, inventors killed by their own inventions, that's unfortunate, <laughs> and the lawn chair pilot, Larry Walters, plus Owen's opinion on Star Trek Discovery and the Orville. What, again? Yeah. Sorry for the bad audio, but <laughs> something happened that was not heard until after recording the episode. So go over, download and listen, if you can, <laughs> to, this, to this week's week. Although it sounds, from the reaction that uh, Guy had, that it may well be worth listening it's to. It's definitely worth listening to. But speaking, I forgot to mention this. Did you listen to last week's show? Yes. Did you hear a slight difference in the way that we sounded? <laughs> just a little. Just did. I did, just didn't want to mention bit. it. Yeah. See, what happened? See, there's when you're dealing with audio, there are certain things that if you do them will affect the audio in such a way that isn't good. And one of those is the the sampling rate. Don't touch the sampling rate after it's been recorded. This is a tech tip from Guy Searle. <laughs> okay, what other tips can you give the listeners? Uh, well, I could tell them that if they wanted to write for the mighty MyMac.com website, all they would have to do is contact Mr. John Nemo, Nemo at MyMac.com, and you could hear your article or review That's spoken about review on this podcast in the professional and serious way that we handle every single article. That's at MyMac.com. Thank you. If people, if, sorry, if people wanted to contact you, Guy. Me? Yeah. To you. tell me how, how full of crap I am? Well, no funny business. Ah, that's right. Okay. Well, then, no f all funny business aside, you could reach me via my email address, which is guy at mymac.com or on the Twitters, which would be MacParrot. Now, Gaz. Yes. How could they contact you? Ever so easy, email a client of choice, send one to gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmas. Yeah, and I think that's it for this section. Take, take us out, okay. Mr. Sell. Everyone stand by for something that we're still not sure how it's going to work out. And uh, stand by to stand by, and we will be right back. Oh. 
Hi, I'm Bart Pushots, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. At least they're better than the Mac and Forth show, the G-Men, on the My Mac Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to the middle section of this week's Mighty My Mac Podcast 677. Yeah. We still don't have a clue how we're going to play this. Nope. But we're going to give it a go. Um, anyway. Guy said, I've got no idea what the rules are. There are no rules. Um, it's top trumps, so the rules will become eminently clear. As <laughs> yeah, you say who's that. Bas- <laughs> who's basically got the best argument to out trump one of the other ones? Right. Okay. I've now, said wait, trump there is, there is, I'm already going to get complaints. There's, a, there is one rule. Go on, Ed. Neither one of us can choose Tim Cook. Agreed. Agreed. Because yeah. he's he's the he's, uh, he's the Joker. That basically means if you lose on him or if you play him, then the game ends. Right. It's a little bit like um, Mornington Crescent. Now, every (laughs) single UK listener now knows what I'm talking about. But I doubt anybody outside the UK understands what I mean by uh, the rules of Mornington Crescent. I think most people in the US don't even understand what you mean by top Trump, much less (laughs) Morningside lane <laughs> morning side half moon yeah isn't that that's where the monsters lived i think wasn't it like morning side heights <laughs> okay i'm gonna play my first card okay and this is quite this is quite a good card actually lisa jackson Ooh, okay. who is vice her. president environment policy and social initi- initiatives now i'm not going to read all of the bits i'm just going to take a piece out of uh, lisa's uh, piece of the apple leadership you can click on them you see and this is where we're taking this from uh, and and play it down as part of the card now lisa right from 2009 to 2013 was appointed by president barack obama Trump that with something. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, I'm going to cho- I'm going to the board of directors, so I'm I'm jumping to oh, Andrea good. Jung, who is president and CEO of Grammy. Oh, stop that, Grameen America. Uh, she is a former chairman and chief executive officer of Avon Products, where she served as CEO from '99 to 2012. Okay, but okay. So, how how does that trump me me having someone who was actually appointed by the president of the United States at the time? Oh, because she went so, to Princeton and she she just looks nice. I think I think I win that hand. I think I win that hand. So that's one that's one to me. So I take your card. Okay? So I take your card. Now the only issue is we can't keep repeatingly play these cards. So those two people are now out. Okay. Okay. As I as I won that round, I get to choose again. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for uh, Isab. Who who did you choose? Oh, uh, Andrea Jung. 
Right. I'm going to go for Isabel Jima. Okay. Okay. Now, now, the thing is, I've got to try and pick something. She is actually vice president and managing director of Greater China. That in itself is pretty <laughs> impressive. That's I've a billion. To, that's you, a billion people. You you're gonna you're gonna struggle to beat that on its own. Here's something else is gonna you're gonna struggle to beat. She joined Apple in 2008. That's pretty much when I started using Apple products. Huzzah! Beat that guy. Okay, I'm going to go <laughs> with Johnny Sir Sir I can't even say it. Uh, <laughs> serves as senior vice president of hardware technology. Reports directly to His Royal Highness CEO Tim Cook. Oh. He has built one of the world's strongest and most innovative teams of, so he's doing the chips too. Silicon and technology engineers overseeing breakthroughs in custom silicon. Prior, prior to Apple, he had senior positions at Intel and IBM in the area of processor development and design. He has a bachelor's and a master's from uh, Computer Science of Tech. Technion, Israel's Institute of Technology. I think I got that. Now, we've we got to struggle here. We've got to find something which is differentiating them because they both joined Apple in 2008. They both actually report directly to um, Mr. Oh, hail the Tim. Hail the Tim. So you've got to throw something else at me that can beat mine. Um, he, he's making the silicon, dude. She's oh, she's managed she's managing she is managing a large section of what will eventually become one of <laughs> Apple's biggest areas. She it's was not also yet. vice she was also vice president of wireless software engineering at Palm. Come on, I'm, oh, I'm playing all the cards. Come on, here. IBM and Intel. Okay, Johnny is IBM and one. Intel. You got that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I get to go. You get to go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to play a big one. Albert Gore, former vice president, is co-founder and chairman of Generation Investment Management. He is on the board of directors for Apple. Uh, he has created, well, I don't know if this is a plus or a minus, the Climate Reality Project, a nonprofit devoted to solving the climate crisis, uh, former House of Representative and member of the U.S. Senate, and served as vice president for eight years and wrote a bunch of books. <laughs> oh, Didn't and he... resides in Nashville, Tennessee. Has oh. and, and this is the part, now, Jesse, I'm kind of killing my own choice here. This is the part that kind of cracks me up. With all of the talk about like environmental problems and climate, he's got this tremendous house in Nashville, Tennessee, and his computer has a measly six monitors attached to it. Measly. 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 That's it. Just six. But can I, can I say, didn't he also invent the internet? Yes, he did. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Invented the internet. Thank you very much. Right. Now, I've, I've got a bit of a problem here, haven't I? Because I can either pay, play one of my big cards to try and trump you. That's why it's called oh, Top oh, Trumps, oh. folks. Or I play one of my lesser cards just to lose them because I'm going to struggle to beat him. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go for the latter. I'm going for Diduri. 
because they can't spell Deirdre, or can't say Deirdre, apparently. Deirdre O'Brien. She is the vice president of people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I give up. <laughs> I, I don't have you to say anymore, do you I? You can't go any higher than vice president <laughs> of people. <laughs> and real, I mean, all kidding aside, we're, it, what she does is actually very important. Uh, <laughs> you know, she does. She she like she leads the human resources department at Apple. Yes. So, you know, and I mean, she and she do, and to be fair, to be fair, she joined in 1988. Wow! So she's been there a long time. Okay, she's been there a long time. So, do I get that one? Sure, because I don't like Al Gore anyway. Okay, I've got to say, I pulled that out of the bag because that wasn't a top <laughs> guy. That was a that was a, that was a bottom draw winner. That was. Well, you know, you got to look at it this way, guess. You got Albert Gore, former vice president, former yeah. former. Vice Beaten President by- of the United States. This woman is Vice President of People. <laughs> Everywhere. Just, yeah. She's just Vice President of People. That's right. <laughs> okay, right. I, so my turn go. to choose then. I've yep. got that one. And, and what, what is the score? Two to one. You're two, two one. Two one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going for Bruce Saul. Now, the reason I went for Bruce Sewell is because it's him. nearly like Guy Sewell. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. Now, the only thing I'm going to play here, and I think this can be easily beaten, but I'm going to go for it. So v- Bruce Sewell is vice president and general counsel. Oh, right. Okay. So he, he's senior vice president and general counsel. So what does that mean? Um, actually, lawyer. It's, it's, it's lawyery stuff, people. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that to one side because you can never beat a lawyer. Especially an Apple lawyer. It's very you, difficult. You may want to, but you can't. You may want to. So I'm going to put that to one side because it's going to make it very difficult for Guy to beat him. I'm going to go for the fact that he's got a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Lancaster. And Is, that's in the UK, by the way. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because there's like a Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I would no. be like, yeah, that's not the, that the, big a yeah, deal. Yeah, that's not the real one, is it? Come on. <laughs> well, they've got really, really nice Amish furniture there. <laughs> and pretzels. So I'm winning already. Okay. I'm going to go. You, who are you going to go for? I'm going to go with Dan Riccio. Riccio, senior okay. vice president, hardware engineering. Reports directly to, of course, Tim Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them do. He leads the Mac, iPhone, iPad, and iPod engineering team. So I guess you can kind of scratch off the iPod one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Dan, so what's new in the world of iPods? And he just gives you, you this some... blank stare. Like, really? Just, really? You're going to ask you, me about you iPods? See, you can just see him coming to his door, can't you? What are you doing with that Tipex? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know when the next iPod classic is coming out. And he just slams it right in your face. <laughs> uh, he joined in 98 as vice president of product design. Uh, was instrumental in all of Apple's Ooh, I, uh, iPad products since the first generation iPad was released. And, yeah. uh, oh, 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 this is going to kill I'd, me. This is going to kill go me. On, go Prior on. Prior to Apple, Dan worked at as Compact as senior management Ooh, of mechanical you're, you're engineering. You're dropping down now. You're dropping back. Where he was responsible, oh, this, this, okay, I put a bullet in him for the mechanical design of Compact's consumer PC products. Oh, dear, I think you've, you've pulled that out of the bag for me. I'm going to call you on that. I'm going to say I've won that one. 
Hold on. There. Okay. Yeah, you won <laughs> okay. that one. So okay. three one. So I'm taking a bit of a gap. You here, are. So. You are. You're doing really right. well. Right. Let's let me go for. Let me go for. Who am I going to go? I'm going to go for Richard Howarth. I knew you were going to choose them. Him. Did you? I did. He he is vice president of industrial design. He's ba- basically Apple's vice president of industrial design. Guess who he reports to? Tim Cook. Yeah, we're spot on. Okay, so he joined in 1996. Now, what can I throw at you as a top Trump that you've got to try and beat? Um, he leads a multinational team of extraordinarily talented designers. Beat that. Go for that. That's what I'm throwing out there as my Okay, uh, before I even choose my guy, yep. Yep. this is what I have to say about your guy. Go on. iTunes. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, look, I didn't see that bit come in. All right. <laughs> Steve Dowling, Vice President of Communications, and he reports to <gasps> Tim Cook. He is responsible for Apple's worldwide media relations and communication strategy, which means he doesn't talk to anybody. Leading the public relations team. <laughs> All the press people are like, Steve Dowling. Hmm. Steve who? Steve, Steve Dowling? Okay. Uh, joined Apple in 2003. He was a former broadcast journalist at CNBC, first as a writer and then producer, oh, here we go, in the network's Washington, D.C. Bureau. He okay. later established CNBC's Silicon Valley Bureau and served as a bureau chief. Now, what, what part of that are you going to go for a top Trump to try and out-Trump mine? I um, know which bit I'd go for. I'm going to your last sentence. I'm going to say that he later established CNBC's <laughs> Silicon Valley Bureau and served as bureau chief. You cannot be a bureau chief. You've, you've trumped me you there. You might want it, to, but it's the, well. You might want to, but I think I think bureau chief has it for me. So I'm going to give you that one. Okay, so now it's one. three two, three two. You're you're still winning. All right. I'm still winning, but it's your choice now. All right, my my choice now. I have got all of the names at the top. I think I've got all the names at the top. <laughs> we've gone so far. So if you repeat any of them, I'll have to shout out. Okay, okay. okay. My my choice this time. Is Alan I'm Dye. Waiting, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the top line to start appearing. I'm, I'm trying to. Those, those. I'm saving those. I'm saving those. I, I nearly went for one earlier, but I, I got away with it. And that was that when I came out with vice president of people. That just did it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And it's, I'm surprised you haven't gone for your favorite so far. No, 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 I'm. I'm. I'm holding on. Alan Dye, vice president, user interface design. He reports to Tim, <laughs> Tim Cook. Cook. <laughs> I, I should do lots of. Tim Cook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where Tim is it? Cook. Let me, let's just do it. Tim Cook, yes. Yeah, so. There are some who call me Tim. <laughs> I think that'll make it rather long if I keep playing that. Uh, he joined in 2006 as creative director okay. with the marketing yep. communications team. Following- Hang on a minute. He's user interface design. Yeah. So shouldn't we shout at him for iTunes? Uh, no, because he's responsible for... Uh, something else that you could consider to be really not that great, which was the design of iOS 7, iOS 8, and watchOS, the original. Uh, Alan's team continues to develop innovative innovative experiences across all of Apple's products, and their work has been recognized with numerous design awards. Graduated from Syracuse University with a Bachelor uh, of Fine Arts, uh, of communication 
design. Ah, so the okay. score is going okay. to be four to well, two. Well, it all depends. What part of that are you going to put out as a top trump for me to beat? Okay. That's um, what it's about. Because you can't pick them all, you see. You pick one part of the whole Okay, zoom he reports to Tim Cook. Ah, oh, you can't say that because <laughs> I can match it. You've got to put something else out. I know, out I know, I know. I'm, I'm trying to be uh, And again, I know funny. which bit I'm putting out, but as I helped me last time, I'm not going to do it this time. Okay, all right, here's something. Go on. Um, leads all aspects of communications from design and packaging and what is better in any in anyone's company okay. than Apple's packaging. And that's, uh, that no, is, no, 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 no. I'm is, not making a joke here. No, I know. I, I okay. agree with you. I agree with you. I've, I, you've actually put me a hard one to, to – the bottom row has pretty much run out, you know. Um, I, I, I was going to play a bit of a blinder there because I thought if it was me, I'd have said, look, he reports to Johnny Ive, you know, and say, hang on a minute. He joined Johnny Ive's team rather. Yeah. And I was going to say, come on, he's, he's in Johnny Ive's team. Beat that. And then I was going to throw at you Johnny Ive. But that's not going to work, is it? So, not this um, time. Right. Okay, so you you gone fa- – oh, crikey. There are only big names left. I've, I've got to go really to the bottom. Well, you can the check the board lot. of directors. Yeah, but that's – I don't deem – okay, I'm going to go for this one. Packaging then. You went for packaging, didn't you? Yeah. On the board of directors is James Bell. Oh, I was so afraid you were going to choose him. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, now, the, the only problem is I think he joined in uh, October the 1st, 2015. Um, he's the former financial officer and corporate president of the Boeing Company. Now, That's... he's been elected to Apple's board of directors. Bell brings more than four decades of experience in finance, strategic planning and leadership in complex organizations. And guess what Boeing does? They make jets. No, they carry those parcels. They do. They do. I give up for that one. It's Do four I to two. It's four oh, to okay. two. Okay. 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 So it's my choice now. Yep. I'm going to go top draw. I'm going to go top draw. I'm going to have a look at Craig Federici. Ooh. Nice. Oh, he's the senior vice president of software engineering. Craig is Apple senior vice president of software engineering. Reporting to guess who? Craig oversees <laughs> the development of iOS and Mac OS and Siri. His teams are responsible for delivering the software at the heart of Apple's innovative products, including the user interface, applications, and frameworks. Okay, so he joined. Now, get this. This is a bit of a surprise to me. Craig, ah, oh, sorry, no, he returned to Apple in 2009 uh, to lead the Mac. So he, he was away. I didn't realize he'd been away. There you go. Okay, so I'm going to throw at you, because I'm going to put a link in here, that he actually worked at Next. That's that's, so, that's strong. That's strong because guess who that's got a close link with? Tim Cook? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm All right. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Craig Federici. We've got just gone through what he does, and I'm gonna use my top trump as that he worked at Next. Okay, um, I'm I I might be able to I might have you beat here. Okay, I'm going to go with Philip Schiller, Senior Ooh. Vice President, Worldwide Marketing. He's okay. a Senior Vice President, and do you know who he reports to? Guess, uh, uh, Cookie Tim. He does. He does. Cookie Tim. He is a member of Apple's executive team. Okay. Rejoined Apple in 1997. Again, someone else who rejoined. Yeah, I don't see what he was doing before then. Um, 
No, it doesn't tell you, but well, it mind. does. But there's like a whole long list of them. So he, but he must yeah. have done something with Apple before then. Yep. He helped lead the digital music revolution in the early days when it was still good with iPod <laughs> and iTunes. Yeah. Reinvented mobile phones with the iPhone and the App Store, and defined the mobile of uh, mobile computing, or defined the future of mobile computing with the iPad. And for top Trump. I'm, you know, I'm going to go with iPod and iTunes early days. Ooh, I think I got ooh, that's you beat. A close one. No, that's a close one. That's a close one. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, call out, call out one more thing. The very last, the last sentence. All right. Let's see. I have to go back to it. Oh, he graduated so, so, with a BS hang a minute, degree. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So, um, Craig holds a Master of Science degree in Computer Science and Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering and Computer Science from the University of California, Berkeley. Okay, you're going to say, why you've laid me up here, but just say that last line and I'll tell you why I'm going to give it to you. Okay, Schuler. Schuler. Schuler? (laughs) It's Schuler's list. Schuler graduated with a BS degree in biology from Boston College in 1982. How the hell does that beat? Craig Federici's got in connection with what he does at the moment. I'll tell you how it does. My wife's also got a degree in biology at about the same time, so I'm going to give it to you. That's right. So, <laughs> so not that you knew that. <laughs> can't, can't top Trump my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. We're, we're starting to get to the end here now. All right, because I'm throwing, we're soon, I'm throwing we're soon out a wild be left card. with someone only being able to choose a certain person, which ends the game. I am it's going four to, three, folks. It's four threes. How tight is this? I'm throwing out a wild card. Go on, Robert Iger, Chairman and Ooh. Chief Executive Officer of the Walt Disney Company, <sighs> took over from the complete madman that was in charge of Disney before him. He has, along with, you know, because basically for people that don't know this, Disney bought Pixar, but Pixar took over Disney. That's basically <laughs> what happened. Right? Any any disagreement yeah. there? Mm. No, not from me. Okay. And <laughs> Iger replaced the, the crazy guy that was there before and has, along with Pixar, has not only – has not only – in partnership with Pixar, created some of the best well-known animated movies in partnership with them, has reinvigorated the Disney name in animation all by itself with some of the great movies that they have done. So that's who I'm choosing is Robert Iger. Okay. I'm going to go for Denise Young-Smith, Vice President of Inclusion and Diversity. See, I, we can't laugh during this part. Oh, we can. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. Because I've actually fallen on my it, own. It'll, it will, it will get us in trouble. I know. <laughs> Go it will, ahead. But, but I'm going to, I'm going to fall on my own sword here. 
Okay, so Denise Young-Smith is Apple's Vice President of Inclusion and Diversity, reporting to Guess Who. Denise leads Apple's efforts globally to ensure an inclusive culture uh, that's representative and embracing of all diversities, and so she should. She's joined Apple in 1997, so she's been there some 20 years now. Um, Before Apple, uh, she was – Denise offered talent, HR, and management consulting expertise to early-stage businesses including Kleiner Perkins – Caulfield and Buyers Portfolio Companies. Okay, right. Now, I'm going to have a go because she recently had to apologize to staff for statements that she made at a summit. <laughs> and she said that Apple, uh, the Apple V, the story is that Apple VP of Inclusion and Diversity, Denise Young, on Friday issued an internal memo to clarify and apologize for comments made during a business summit last week, reiterating that Apple is committed to creating an inclusive and diverse workplace. Now, I don't know what the story is behind that, but what I'm going to say to you is I'm putting her in there because she apologizes. Is that, does that, does that actually, really you know what? It doesn't, no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me say something here. The fact that your vice president of inclusion and diversity, number one, would say something that would cause her to have to issue an apology and then issue the apology is flat out completely trumping Bob Iger <laughs> from Disney. That and without without Trying to sound sexist, that no, takes no. balls. Okay, all right. And I will give I will give you Denise oh, Young Smith. Oh, that was a, that was I pulled that out of the bottom tray again. I've got to say. So we're at what five three now? Five, three, yeah, yeah. You're you're going to struggle here because we're running out of people. I know we're running out of people. Let me go. Let me let me see how you can deal with Johnny Ive. Okay. Oh, gonna you're gonna you're you taking can. Johnny Ive. He's chief design officer. I've got to. He's British. Um, Johnny (laughs) Ive is. And and, and when I when I come up, give it up for him. He's British. (laughs) Did you ever see Galaxy Quest? Yeah. No, I didn't. Anyway, let me let me go on, please. Johnny Ive is Apple's chief design. As if we didn't know, chief design officer (laughs) reporting to uh, Johnny. Johnny spelt with Johnny spelt with one n. Um, is responsible for all designs at Apple. All and that's Ives, everything. right? Ives? Ives. Ives. Johnny Ive. Johnny Ive. <laughs> not Ives. <laughs> Since 1996. That, now, I'm going to throw this in, actually. No, in fact, it's going to be the next one. Since 1996, Johnny has led Apple's design team. That's a long time, uh, which is widely regarded as, uh, regarded as one of the world's best. Here's my top trump. He holds... Over 5,000 patents and has been recognized with numerous design awards, including the Design Museum of London's first designer of the year in 2003, the Design and Art Direction DA&D President Award 2005, the Copper Hewitt National Design Museum Product Design in 2000. I could go on. I could go on, but I'm going to go the 5,000 patents. Johnny Ive, come on, hit me. Hit me. Okay. You can do it. You can do it. I'm going to go. This might seem like... This might seem like a um, an unusual choice. Go for it, Angela Arents. Angela Arents, senior yeah. vice president of retail. She is a relatively recent addition 
to Apple just from 2014. However, she also led Burberry, where she served as CEO and mm-hmm. led the company through a period of outstanding global, global, global growth. Oh, you've got it. Oh, no. I can see on here where you're going to kill me on this one. Yep. Damn. Yep. And earlier in her career served as president of, I don't even know what this means, Donna Karen International. That is not my top drum. <laughs> she holds a marketing and merchandise degree from Ball State in Indiana. However, my top trump is that she is also a member of the UK's Prime Minister's Business Advisory Council and was, <laughs> and was awarded honorary Dom Commander of the British Dame, Dame no, Commander Dame. of the British yeah. Empire and awo- awarded a coat of arms in April of 2014. Okay, now the issue is it's a bit of a problem because he's a John is a knight of command with the British Empire in 2013. But that so, wasn't the top. That wasn't the top. Drop. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So I gotta say, you've nabbed it by a whisker. I could knight out knight you. I could outnight your dame, but I chose the wrong thing to go for. You've got that one back. God, that, that's a, that. And who would have thought? Who that would have Johnny could have been that Johnny could have been beaten. I've got to say, Angela's better looking as well. <laughs> so now we're at 5-4. Five, 5-4, four. Five, four, and it's your choice. And I, don't, I think this is the last round, to be honest with you. Yep, and I'm going with Eddie Q, oh, senior no, vice I, president. I can't go for Tim Cook, so I'm going to find someone else. <laughs> senior vice president, internet software and services. He oversees Apple's industry-leading content stores, including the iTunes Store and Apple Music, Apple Pay, Maps, Search Ads, Apple's iCloud services, and their productivity and creativity apps. He leads the newly created team responsible for developing all aspects of Apple's worldwide video programming, which, well, that may be a plus or a minus, depending on how you look at that. Uh, Joined (laughs) Apple in 1989 and leads a large organization of amazing people. Uh, He was recognized by renowned Cancer Research Center City of Hope, and was the recipient of their 2014 Spirit of Life Award, honoring an individual whose work has fundamentally impacted music, film, and entertainment industry, and earned a bachelor's degree in computer science and economics from Duke University. Okay, so what's your top drum? Because this is the great thing about top drums. I thought I had the best one on the last round, but you trumped me with something else which I wasn't expecting because I chose wrong. Now you've got to be careful. What are you going to choose as your top drum? I am going to choose... Apple's services that he leads and has helped develop, which okay, is now Apple I Pay, yeah. iTunes Music Store, Apple Music, Apple Pay. You know, all of that stuff is – iCloud services and all the rest of that is included with okay. that. He does okay. all of that. Okay. Well, I, Notice I didn't say iTunes Store. No, 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 that's right. Now, I think the only two that I've got left is either Sue Wagner – um, or Luca uh, Luca Maestri, and I think I've got to go with Luca really to give you know a bit of a view. Because what this- about old Tor there? No, he's just scary looking. Uh, well, I was waiting for you to choose him. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to choose him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll come to him in a minute. I'm going to go with Luca. He's a senior vice president and chief financial officer 
Okay, Luca is uh, Apple Senior him. Vice President and Chief Financial Officer reporting to Guess Who, a CFQ, Luca oversees accounting, business support, financial planning, oh, and analysis, treasury, M&A, that's mergers and acquisitions, investor relations, internal audit and tax functions at Apple. Luca joined Apple in 2013 as Vice President of Financial and Corporate Controller and has worked closely with Apple senior leadership since his arrival. Uh, He began his career with General Motors. He spent 20 years in finance operating roles of Americas in the the Americas, Asia-Pacific and Europe. While at GM, Luca was part of the team that established GM's regional Asia-Pacific operations, including manufacturing investments in China, Thailand. He later became CFO of all GM's operations in Europe, which spanned over 45 countries with an annual net revenue of approximately 40 billion. Oh, what you know, can I, I, I could see walking into this guy's office. And he's like, he's standing there looking at you. He says, I got an offer that you can't refuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Luca. Uh, I, okay. <laughs> um, I, which bit do I choose? You, what did you exactly go for again? You went from a top trump of oh, Apple services. Everything. All Apple of Apple services. services. And that's worth a lot of money. I, I don't think I can trump that. I don't, I'm, I'm just going to go with the fact that he's got 20 years in finance and operating roles. You know, I would almost say that's not going to win. That jet, his career at General Motors would, would be worthy nah. of consideration. Nah. Well, I mean, nah. if you think of it, because one of the things that he oversaw was the establishment of Buick as a brand. In China, I don't know if you knew that or not. I didn't know that. Yeah, General Motors uh, got rid so of. Are you helping me out here? Well, I, no, I think I won this round. But General <laughs> Motors, General Motors had had like numerous divisions, and they had to, to dump some of them because they were bleeding money. And the ones that they chose were Oldsmobile and uh, Pontiac. Those two brands are now gone. He they kept Buick. Mostly because Luca, Luca, my friend Luca. I could have just, yeah, I could have just chosen his name, actually. I know. Well, his name enough is scary. Um, (sighs) He established Buick as a brand in Asia. And that's like, it it was, it's been like one of the bright spots for General Motors, where everything else has not been a bright spot but yeah i think i won that one so um, i think so we're at five all five why don't okay. we just stop right there and just well dec- i, I think we it. could stop we could stop right there but you do have a choice and there are two people other than tim cook left so why don't you go for it and let's let's get a decider out of this oh i, I think i know who's gonna who's win left. i think i know well it's, it's oh mr mr yeah, Myron yeah, yeah. or uh miss miss or mrs wagner uh, Wagner, Wagner. Where's Wagner? Right at the bottom. She's board of directors. Okay. Well, what about Jeff Williams, chief what? operating officer? What? What? Where's Jeff Williams? And he reports to Tim Cook. <laughs> Where is Jeff Williams? Ah, oh, Jeff Williams. Yeah, he's the COO. All right. Well, then, okay. He, overse- right. Re- he oversees the development of the Apple Watch. Right. Uh, since 2010, he has overseen Apple's entire supply chain service support and social responsibility initiatives, which protect more than 1 million workers worldwide. 
Uh, he's also been involved in Research Kit, Health Kit. Uh, let's see. Joined Apple in 98 as head of worldwide procurement in 2004, was vice president of operations. Played a key role into their entry in the mobile phone market with the launch of the iPhone. And since 2010, has led worldwide operations for all products. In 2013, he began leading the watch program. Prior to Apple, he worked for IBM and has a uh, bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from North Carolina State University and an MBA from Duke. And There's for a my top people Trump, in the, can I can I just yeah. say before you choose your top Trump part, um, that's two people that have got um, uh, diplomas or um, uh, honors from Duke University. Yeah, well, North Carolina yeah. is is uh, has a, a lot of universities that are very yeah. well respected. Uh, and but for Especially the top you. Trump, yep, what are you I'm go going for? to choose the social responsibility initiatives worldwide that uh, basically uh, changed the face of manufacturing in China. Okay, I'm gonna go then for the one that you you was your favorite, and remember, folks, we're five all at the moment. Um, uh, and you this never chose so him. scary. <laughs> Tor Myron, he's the vice president of marketing communications. Tor is Apple's vice president of marketing communications, reporting to guests who he joined in 2016. Ooh, from Gray, who I've got no idea who they are, uh, where he was president and worldwide chief creative officer. As head of the marketing communications group, Tor leads a talented and creative team focused on Apple's advertising, internet presence, package, design, and other commune, consumer-facing marketing. A two-time TED speaker. Ooh, that's going to be tough to beat. Ah, Tor has been named <laughs> to Fast Company's most creative people in business. Fortune's 40, uh, under 40. Uh, at age is Creative 50, honoring the world's 50 most influential creative minds and was in, inducted into the Advertising Federation of America's Hall of Achievement. This guy's pretty good. Tor is a former journalist. Oh, dear. Uh, and award-winning <laughs> document- <laughs> award documentary filmmaker. He holds a bachelor's degree in English literature from, and if you've got to say this right, because if I put an A at the front, it could be the Accidental College. It's, it's the Occidental College. Occidental? Yeah, anyway, I'm going to go. I've got to go for it, haven't I? I've got to go that he was a two-time TED speaker. Yeah, that should do it. That is, <laughs> I, I think I have a come-from-behind win. Do you? I think so. I was going to choose his name. Well, his name? Yeah. Tor. There is actually from the 50s, there was a guy, oh, what was his, I, I, I have to find his name now. It was Tor, God, Tor something, T-O-R. Well, let's not worry too much because I think this middle section went a little bit longer than we anticipated. Oh, it's gone very, very long. So, <laughs> See, I, I put in Tor and all that's come up, this is so bizarre, is a bunch of Indian films. <laughs> Tor Johnson, I think that was his name. Tor Tor Johnson. Johnson. If you if you Google, and I'm going to do that just to make sure I'm not speaking out of turn. Yes, Tor Johnson, star of such movies as Plan Nine from Outer Space. He was a former wrestler. Uh, he was in Time for Go Which to part Bed. Are you playing as your top Trump? Uh, well, no. Well, I think Tor Johnson trumps them all. <laughs> Have you looked okay. him up? 
I haven't. But if you you're should. saying that each, hang on a minute. If Tor, it, ah, now if you're bringing a wild card in and saying that Tor Johnson trumps them all, then that leaves it as a draw, as Tor Johnson wins it. Tor Johnson would trump Tim Cook. <laughs> Look him up. <laughs> okay. Seriously. It, it, okay. You have got so to who, see what this guy looks like. All right. Who won that last round? Um, I think you we're. Came, I think we're all tied, and we'll end got, the game at a tie. We'll let the listeners decide. Anyway, okay. that that all of that nonsense was taken from a page from Apple, which is basically https colon forward slash forward slash www.apple.com forward slash in my case UK forward slash leadership. I'm going to go probably, down here to the links, and I'm going to put that in there. Good man. That is that I I enjoyed that much more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> that was did it, did it, did the link go in? No, the link didn't go in. Okay, well don't worry, we'll fix that. Anybody? There anybody? Any any? Wait, no, before we go, you have to look up Tori okay. Johnson. Oh uh, well, I've got to do that now. Yeah, because I have to hear that they want to hear your reaction to what Tor Johnson looks like. Tor Johnson. All right, I've, I've just put in the name Tor Johnson into my title bar. Nothing's happening. Oh, my word. <laughs> I would put him up against anybody at Apple <laughs> and would be a winner. My word. Yeah. My word. Okay. Yeah. Get us out of here before he comes to life on this web page. I, I love the way he had an ex-spouse called Greta Johnson. Anyway, um, <laughs> stand by to stand by and uh, we'll be top trumping sometime in the future. <laughs> And be right back. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever. Every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. For people with no taste in podcasts, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, back to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. That was fun. <laughs> that was, Would you agree with that, Gaz? I, I, I'm nothing my head. <laughs> Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Yeah. This is one that I never thought about until the other day when I really wanted to highlight something in a much brighter color than the standard highlight. You know when you, you're on a document and you use your cursor and you click and then you try and highlight it and it comes up with that blue, yeah. that bluey color? I thought, that's kind of a bit insipid. I'm not really interested in that blue. It doesn't, you know, I'd like to highlight something so I can make it stand out even more and then take a screenshot or whatever so I can, you know, just make it stand out a little bit more. Go to your general tab in system preferences, and I think it's the it's the third, no, it's the second uh, drop-down option. Oh, yeah. Um, which says highlight color. Click on that. You can actually choose any color you like. There are a set of, you know, a 10 or so colors to choose from straight off the, the cuff. But you can actually click other 
and then you get the color wheel come up. Yeah, that's my favorite uh, and, color. Uh, what, the color wheel? No, other. <laughs> other, yeah. Um, and then basically you can choose whatever color you like. And uh, obviously bright fluorescent green is my color of choice to really make it stand out, unless obviously it's a bright fluorescent green background um but, <laughs> but uh that's how you do it and it will then keep that uh for memory in the future and you can change it add in the item that is nod's a- head oh hit it that's the end of gas's tips that's Most the end of gas's tips that's the end of gas's tips okay is that the uh the end of the tip will you let me finish Ding. yeah um I was going to say that there, there's another thing that you can do in there that I, I mean, I haven't looked at this in a really, really long time. Okay, but the you, the highlight, the, the highlight the, text you, in the menu bar. You, yeah, so you now, you've now ruined my tip for next week, which I oh. Was oh, okay, and oh, that is a bad name you just called me there. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you you moved my you about. I did, I did. I messed with your you. I shouldn't do that. Never mess. <laughs> With a man's you. <laughs> ever. You've got, pick, you've got to pick this. I do. Week. It's it's Audio Converter Pro <laughs> Hydranium Soft Software. It's seven dollars aluminium. aluminium at the Mac App Store. This program will convert nearly any bit of audio to almost any other bit of audio. But the really, really cool part about this program isn't that because there's lots of apps that can do that. But the fact that you can batch convert a whole load of different audio bits into different things. I I have one time I dropped 200 songs from iTunes into it to convert it from one format to another. And it took it. No problem. Converted them all without me having to do a thing. So that's audio converter pro by geranium soft software. It's seven bucks at the Mac app store. What about you guys? Um, I'm going for, this is actually a pick that I heard. I think, think I'm right in saying that it was, Adam Christensen on Matcast at some point. I could be wrong there, so hands up if I'm sorry if I, I'm wrong. But I actually tried the the uh, the trial version of this, which is Galileo Galileo. Galileo, uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, magnificent. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Galileo uh, offline maps. Um, I've got the pro the pro version, which is three dollars ninety nine. I'm not sure how much it is in the UK because the the, the currency is going up and down like a yo yo at the moment. But uh, I assume it's three pounds ninety nine. Uh, I don't think it was that deal. I think it was two ninety nine when I got it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Go and have a look. You can download the free version and trial it. Um, it does have footpaths over here in the UK. Now I actually subscribe to ordnance survey maps which i'm really happy with but recently that was a that was a previous pick i think too yeah that's right but the problem is recently ordnance survey maps they they don't record so what i do is when i go out on a walk i kind of track the walk because it gives me mileage and it it overlays the track of where i've been on the map and you know i just like to just view that afterwards and sometimes i'll record it especially when we're on the southwest coastal path because i'll actually use that to show people what we've done um but it when I turn it off or, you know, turn the screen off, put it in my pocket, it loses connection and it never used to. And that's a fairly recent, well, it's not iOS 11 because it was happening on iOS 10. I've got a feeling since iOS 9, it's it's been happening. So uh, Ordnance Survey need to pull a finger out and get that fixed because Galileo Offline Maps 
actually does record, even though you turn the screen off, you know, put it in your pocket and forget about your your phone. You can leave it there. It's still recording your um, where you're walking. And it does have footpaths on there. Whoa. It would be absolutely superb. What's up? Oh, just something weird. Um, I had just um, um, Chrome just crashed for me on me. It, does does that affect me? No, thank God. It doesn't look. It looks <laughs> like everything is still going the way it. Did, but I've never and I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting here, and all of a sudden, my Chome browser just bloop, disappeared. Flip bloop, bloop. Anyway. It would be really great if this app could actually incorporate uh, Ordnance Surveys maps into it. Probably cost them too much, so it probably won't happen. Um, but it's it it's got good a lot of good ratings. So uh, go over, take a look, download the uh, the portable version or not the portable version, the free uh, version, and uh, have a look, see if it's any good for you. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, Galileo um, offline maps. So would you say it's Magnifico? Mm-hmm. Galileo <laughs> Magnifico. <laughs> it always sounded like he was like laughing in reverse there. You know. Now, can I, can, I'm just going to say something to you here. Okay. Something's happened. Something's happening in the world. The world is going to end. The reason I say that is your Chrome just crashed for no reason whatsoever. I have a power lead plugged into my iPad. It is telling me that it's powering. Okay, it's telling me the, the, the I've got a, a light on it. It's telling me it's powering up. The iPad has just crashed. God, what is going I, on today? I, sorry, not not crashed. It's it's lost all power. It was at twenty two percent when I put the power lead in. Okay, the power lead came on to say that it was charging. The iPad had the little lightning mark to say it was charging, and it went from twenty two percent. I just looked at it a second ago. It was at ten percent. And now it's just turned off completely, lost all power. I tell you what, iOS 11 on this particular iPad is not playing nicely. It is not playing nicely at all. Do you think it's iOS 11 or that last section of the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's probably the last section of the podcast. Yeah, it might be. It just might be. Um, Okay. Yeah. So we're still at 198 likes, as far as I know, over there. We on, are. That's correct. Yes, on that the fa- is correct. On the book faces. On the book faces. And on the face ache, as we, my dear lady likes to call it. <laughs> we don't have any new iTunes reviews, which is too bad, because if we Ooh, had one. Face. You could give something away. That's right. A wooty. And if you don't know what a wooty is, what does that mean, Gaz? It's W-O-O-T-I-E. That's right. It means nothing. <laughs> well, it would mean something if you had done an iTunes review because you'd have one. But because you don't have one, you don't. Yeah. it means you haven't done an iTunes review. <laughs> yeah. Something like that anyway. Something like that, yeah. And, but try, try, Look, folks, just try an iTunes review. Send us an email and then you'll find out what a wooty is. I know. Unless, you're, unless you already know. Yeah, in which case now, you don't care. Guy. Yeah. You said you sent me a ping before we started recording. Something about you was on the phone, you was getting a phone call or something. I, I couldn't quite work out no, what that is, had to is, do with me. Is everybody sitting down? Well, of course. We have no idea whether they're sitting down or not. If you're not sitting down, sit down. Sit down. Because we got a Skype phone call. I don't. Freaking believe it. 
However, oh. it's from someone who has probably done the last five or six Skype phone calls. <laughs> well, he's, he's persistent. And we thank him so very much for helping In to the, save the little yes. bit of sanity that yes. I have left. Yeah, I'm glad. And we are well talking done. about Greg from Yay, North Carolina. Greg. We, are, we, we are. are. Greg, we are just joshing with you. We are ever, ever so grateful that you've figured out how to use our Skype telephone number. And yes, uh, I will do, I, I will take the suggestion in this call, which everyone will hear if I ever get around to hitting the button for it and uh, take it to heart and make a change. Anyway, here's, here's Craig's call. Hey guy. Hey guys. This is Greg in North Carolina. Hi Greg. One reason you may not be getting any phone calls is because mm. the outgoing message is very generic and is some, woman who says the person you are trying to reach is not available. Oh, nice accent. And so nice. people may not realize that it is the MyMac podcast they're calling, but I'm confident, I have confidence in my phone dialing skills. I will <laughs> you give should. you one minor thing that has changed with Siri and iOS, and I like it because I am a good Southern boy who was raised to be respectful. Used to, if I dictated a text, and she would dictate it back to me and say, is this what you want to send? I had to fight the urge because if I said, yes, ma'am, she would not send it. <laughs> she would not interpret that word ma'am correctly. But now if I say, yes, ma'am, she does. Used to, I had to say yes or no. Now I can say yes, ma'am or no, ma'am, and she interprets that correctly. So Siri is improving slightly. Love the show, guys. Have a good day. Thank you so very, very much, Greg. We really, really – and if I have not sent you a Woody, Greg, let me know. Send me uh, an email or a message in some of the ways that we're going to talk about here in a second. And you are – if anyone, anyone deserves, if anyone deserves yeah. a Woody, it's Greg. And it's got to be a special one. That's right. I hope, Unless I hope, I've I, already I, sent him one, in which case then no. Just send him another one. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Use the special paper. Ooh. That, that special electronic paper that I send. Shh. Shh. Okay, gas. So if, how how should Greg contact you if he wanted to get that wooty? Even if it is an extra one, and he doesn't all, really deserve it. All, oh, he definitely deserves it. And I, I'll give him this. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Uh, all he would have to do is send me an email to the following email address, guy at my Mac.com. And if, if that's too much work, he can send me a message over there on the Twitters to Mac Pettit. <laughs> and, uh, we have a, com Gaz, we have a combined one. Did you know this? It is. I didn't. It is guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Over there on the Twitters, not Z, not Z, Z. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good learning. I'm good learning, man. I, <laughs> you can contact Fearless Leader Tim and say, you know, don't let them get the 400 shows. Don't <laughs> let them get the 400 shows, and you would send that to feedback f e e d b a c k at mymac .com. How about you, Gaz? Well. Let's start the Zedcars music because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Cars. At mymac.com. Or you can, well, you can reach me on the Twitters. Twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. G-A-Z. Tor. M-A-Z. Cars. Easy, isn't it? It is. And now. Yeah, there's one other way. Greg, because ah. Greg sent 
a message in via this particular technology. We think you should have a go too. And Guy at some point is going to change the message. What we need to know is did you catch the message before or after he changed it? Now, that's 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 a challenge that I'm putting down to you guys and to you, Guy. You guys and you, Guy. Guys. That makes any sense. Right. Guys. That's the guys. The, that number is plus one, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. I'll give it again backwards. One zero five nine six three four three zero seven one plus. Very good. If you're out, if you're outside the United States, yeah, you know, it's almost like it was written down someplace for you to do it that well. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Not at all. Not at all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who downloads and listens to the MyMac.com podcast. Gaz and I, and that's with a, a Z. We both appreciate it. Very, very much. And Gaz, you know, I think. What? I, and Greg thinks. Yes. We're good enough. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, Tor Johnson thinks we're smart enough. He does. He does. Thank God, because he's a scary guy. And doggone it, woof, woof. People like us. Good luck. Skype. <laughs> Gionwa. This is a tough one. Beyond a hula wire. Ganada Hanan. Beyond a wana wani. Nalewe lu. Hungubuskiski. Anadobikadabiyana. It all sounded Hawaiian. It's not Hawaiian. What is it? Korean. Apparently. <laughs> End before somebody comes after me. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. And they say, oh, ain't you glad you're single? What the hell is the name of that song? Oh, Spurs Jingle Jangle Jingle. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know if that's actually the name of the song. I just know that those are like the first words. I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. jingle. As I go riding merrily along. And then the next line is, is basically how I should have lived my life. And they say, oh, ain't you glad you're single? La, 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 I don't know the rest of the words. That's actually all I know of the song. <laughs> you were like, wow. So excited. That's me. Ma- uh, that's amazing. That's amazing, man. That's, that's right. Amazing. Just like, uh, just like <laughs> the byproduct of corn. It's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> God, they crack me up. <laughs> I'm glad to crack you up. You don't crack anybody else up. No, no, I really don't. See, the re- everybody else is now going, maze, maze, maze. Isn't that corn? Yes. Much like most of my jokes. <laughs> you are not even close to being on fire tonight. No, no. I'm sure lots of people at this point would 
I kind of wish I was. So I got to pull the friggin' batteries out of this. Ow. My, <laughs> the stupid thing about that, what just happened, I mean, besides the fact that it happened to me, was that uh, I didn't even hit my head. It was the top brim of my hat that hit the microphone. Of your hat? Yeah. You're wearing a hat. I am. I am. And then I said, ow, when the, tip, when the brim of the hat hit the microphone. The, that section, honestly, when, when, when we talked about this last week, I mean, we were laughing and joking about it. But as we were getting closer and closer to recording this week's show, <laughs> and I was thinking about, well, how the hell is this going to work? <laughs> and I would sometimes, like over the last few days, I would go to the leadership page and, and look at these at the names and and you know, and it was like you did the damn sight more than I did. Well, it, but it, I couldn't figure out number one how the game was going to be played. And right, you know, thank right. God, well, thank God that we came to some kind of conclusion on <laughs> how great this game was going to be. <laughs> well, the thing is that that's lucky because we could have both gone to the, the the names and picked out stuff which we really thought was going to win, and I think it could have been quite boring. But the fact that you didn't quite know how the game was going to go. And I knew how it would go, but I didn't look at any of the names. I just basically picked them as we went through uh, and then had to suddenly pick something out. I yeah. think that kind of made it work. So that's, that's cracking. I enjoyed that. <laughs> it was a I lot of fun. <laughs> but the, um, I mean, just some of the weird crap that we chose for Top Trump. <laughs> and then to end it with Tor Johnson. <laughs> and for people, now this is going to be in the after show. For people who who are listening to this i up until the point where when gaz said tor whatever the heck that guy's last name is and tor johnson came into my head with how mr johnson looked he's long dead but as soon as as soon as that came into my head it was like aha okay i have got the toppity top trump to trump them all because tor johnson you can't you can't Trump. You can't talk. You can't Trump Tor Johnson. No, even even Trump can't Trump him. That's right. And I and I wouldn't want to be in the same room with either one of them. 